welcome to the Church in the Peak podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information, visit churchinthepeak.org. My pleasure to introduce Dave Wade. Dave's been a friend of Church in the Peak for many years, but he was reminding me he says he hasn't been here for probably about 10 years. So it shows how long we've been meeting here. Yeah, not that close a friend then. <laughs> but it's great to have Dave. He's was leading the church up in Darwin, in Black, Black, near Blackburn in Lancashire. And uh, he's, I think, on a new journey. Uh, but he's a great guy. Great to have him with us. And uh, just pray for you. Lord, we thank you for Dave. Just pray you'll come on him now by your Holy Spirit as he speaks. You'll anoint him and you'll speak to our hearts through him in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Phil. Good morning. Can you hear me? Am I plugged in? Good. I feel like a pop star just now, but my wife said, please don't sing because I can't sing. But it is good, and thank you for the kind invite, although it's took 10 years for the, for the second invite. So I will apologize for the first time I came 10 years ago, and I will apologize for what may happen today, but not what happens with God. So it is good to hear. So my first question is this. Who likes gifts? Okay. Now, what type of gifts would you like or do you like? Can someone shout out? (laughs) Edible gifts. Okay. There we are then. See, would you like a chocolate? (laughs) Thank you very much. The only guy that said he likes chocolates. Anyone else like a chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. This is only to get your attention. There's a lady at the back there. Phil, run them around, please, mate. Take them around. My, life, my wife, Lorraine, likes chocolates as well, so don't forget her. Any other gifts people like? Bottle of wine. No, sorry, I haven't got that. But just get me a glass of water, and we'll practice turning it into wine. Flowers. No? Anything else? Sorry? Handwritten card. No, I haven't got that in my bag. Sorry? New clothes. Justin, where are you? (laughs) Mrs. wants some new clothes. Anything else, guys? Anybody like reading? Who, Who said yes first? Right. Here we are then. My friend's book. She was totally healed from a wheelchair. So it's a cool book. That pass it on or share it. Anything else? Practical gifts. What type of practical? Screwdriver or something like that? Anything unusual? Now, what do you think I've got in here? Jewelry. Who said jury? We want to come and have a look. Sorry. It could be risky. With me, anything goes down. Now I want you to we'll look this way because I don't want people to see it. I want you to look at this, but we don't tell anyone. Do you like that gift? Would you like that? Yeah, I need that. Do you? 
Anyone else want to have a look? Jack, curiosity. Okay. Oh, wow. Mm. <laughs> Would you like to tell them what that gift was in that box? What was it? What, what did you think it was? Me. You. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I want. The whole idea is to say, oh, it's a picture of me. Because you are a gift from God to this church for a plan and purpose. Do you believe that? Yeah. Didn't sound enthusiastic for a church, Phil. <laughs> Sorry? Do you believe you're a gift from God? Do you believe God wants to give you gifts? Because yes. I 100% believe that. And I believe today that God is really saying to his church that he wants to give the gifts to his church to help build his church. But sadly, we are not using those gifts to build his church. And it's not just to this church. A few weeks ago, God was saying the same thing. That God wants us to talk about the gifts, to preach on the gifts. Gifts, first of all, of the Holy Spirit, and then the gifts that he wants to, to give us. And so this morning, I know that I've been billed or asked to talk about healing. I'm going to do that in a little while. But I want to encourage you, first of all, about fanning into flame the gifts that God has given you, because they're going dormant. Then at the end, a time of ministry to pray for the sick. And also, if you don't know Jesus this morning an opportunity to come to know Jesus. And the whole subject of healing would take much more than just one small talk this morning. So I want to encourage you right away now, just to just receive right now, I want to pray for the Holy Spirit to move upon us. Holy Spirit, we just welcome you so much in this room. We know that you're here, Lord, but we want to taste more of you this morning. Holy Spirit, would you just move and minister your will, your purposes, your grace, your love. Would you release your gifts here this morning? Would you release your healing anointing here this morning? And we just welcome you, Holy Spirit. Just come. Just come, Lord. Come powerfully this morning. Spirit, just move. In the name of Jesus, I just bind and loose any spirits of infirmity, sickness, pain, and tell you to go in the name of Jesus. You have no right, no authority in this room today because Jesus is here and he wants to bring healing physically, spiritually, and mentally this morning. And he wants you to know as you already heard, he loves you and he accepts you as you are. You're precious to him. You're a gift, a wonderful gift from God for this church. Thank you, Lord. So my scripture that I'm going to share with you says in 1 Corinthians 12, I think we have a PowerPoint, Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom. To another, the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. 
to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between the spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of those tongues. All these are the work of the one and same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Now, some people believe that those gifts were for the, uh, the early church and they cease when the apostles died. I don't believe that's true because God still gives us these gifts to build his church and to bring glory to him. And uh, in, on slide three, please, Dr. Mike and Lloyd-Jones said this, it's perfectly clear that in New Testament times, the gospel was authenticated in this way by signs, wonders, and miracles. Was it only meant to be true of the early church? The scriptures never anywhere say these things were only temporary. There is no such statement in the Bible. And I believe because of my own personal walk with God, we can start off very excited. We give our hearts to God. We see one or two lovely things happen. We get passionate, and we get passionate about the church. But then there are times when different circumstances creep into our lives and we lose or discreetly take us away from our passions. And I can honestly say that about myself over the last 12 months. Because things haven't gone quite easy for me over the last 12 months in many different ways. My daughter's had cancer and she's just coming through that. I've stepped down from leading the church in the wilderness saying, God, what's the next stage? And so you can lose your passion. And many of us stumble through because also we have an inferiority complex. Oh, I'm not like Phil. I'm not as smart as him. I don't have anything to bring to this church. But the Bible tells us every one of us has a ministry. Every Christian has a gift that God can use to make their mark for the kingdom of God. Romans 12 tells us we have different gifts according to the grace given us. Let him use it, it tells us. God blesses each one of us differently so that each one of us would play a specific, special role in building and advancing his kingdom. And one of the ways we can do that is by constantly using the gifts that he's given us, not just in church on Sunday in the streets, workplace, school, anywhere. God wants us to use those gifts to advance his kingdom. And Paul told us, eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. So my first question to us all this morning is, are we actually desiring those gifts? Are we using them? Are we advancing the kingdom of God? And a lot of Christians, sadly, haven't been taught well in this area. Even Paul was concerned about the Corinthian church. They shouldn't be ignorant of the use of the spiritual gifts. So I believe that regularly in our churches, we should be teaching and preaching on the gift of God's Holy Spirit and the gifts that he wants to give us. Because without it, we can't function and build the church. We need to be a people, not just of the word, but of the spirit. And when they come together, we should expect something wonderful to happen. I mean, I don't know about you guys this morning. Are you expecting something to happen? 
What? He did. Amen. But you see, even if we just teach on it, do you think that's the end of it? No. We should create an environment and an atmosphere where those gifts are used frequently. And it's great, actually, to see this morning those gifts being used in the church. And we should expect that every week. We should expect it in the workplace. More and more and more. So I said, where should we use the gifts? Sadly, some people just use the gifts in church on a Sunday. But I believe they should be out on the streets. They should be when you're on holiday. Just recently, we were on, had a lovely holiday abroad. And we were sitting by the pool, minding our own business. And uh, God said to Rain, go and pray for that lady. She's got a bad back. So she went and prayed for, for a lady on holiday by the pool. We've prayed for people in shops, in the high streets. But, you know, when God speaks, we need to act wherever it is. Sometimes things stop us from doing that. Timothy also had a tendency of not using his gifts. And Paul encouraged him in 1 Timothy 1, uh, 4, 15, 14, 15, about the gifts. And to us today, he said, do not neglect your gift, which was given to you through a prophetic message, when the body of elders lay hands on you. Then he said in 2 Timothy 1, 6, and to fan into flame and keep burning the gracious gift of God. So if Paul was saying that to Timothy, how much more do we, we need that today? We all have a responsibility to fan into flame the gifts that God's given us. And the more I know of God's Holy Spirit in me and live out, the Holy Spirit seems to ignite me. When I see somebody healed, I, don't make it, I get excited. When I see somebody saved, I get even more excited. And God's word never moves outside um, his truth. And it's always backed up in scripture by its use. And it being expressed in love all the time. So I want to encourage you, whatever gift God's given you this morning, to step out and continually use that for his glory here to build this church. Would you like to see this place doubled in size of numbers of people? I know I would, and I don't even live here. Because I think the gospel is the greatest thing and salvation is the greatest thing. So that's my first point. I want to encourage you guys to use your gifts. If you don't know your gifts, pray for them. Desire them and step out in faith. How many of you here have the gift of healing? One, two. You don't need me this morning then, do you? Do we do? Yeah, no. Who has a gift of prophecy? Tongues? Interpretation of tongues? That's pretty good. That's fantastic. But God wants to give you more. And he wants you to use them more. That's the word I believe God wants to say to this church, first of all. Secondly, I'm going to move on now to the gifts of healing. And if I have slide five, I don't know if he's keeping up with me. No, we've missed all the slides. Slide five, please. Gifts of healing is one of the dynamic, dynamic gifts, power gifts. And I believe that's, that's faith, healing, and miracles. 
And these are gifts in which the Holy Spirit performs supernatural um, exploits for man without man's strength or intelligence being involved. And I believe these three gifts are quite closely related to one another. And they are to be exercised in faith. There's always an element of faith. Shall I step out? Shall I not step out? And I'm going to step out in faith now. I don't know. I believe here this morning that there's somebody who's had problems with their right arm, um, right knee, uh, problems with their back, and I'm not sure it's from their spine, and somebody's been having some problems with their, with their stomach this morning. Now, if that's you, I believe God wants to do something. Now, I'm stepping out in faith with those words of knowledge. They may be right, they may not be. But that's what I believe God wants to speak to you this morning. So the gifts of healing and miracles are combined since they both involve the occurrence of events beyond natural means. One is focused on healing of the human body while the other is on miraculous events that alter the course of nature. And they may be two separate manifestations actually of the same spirit. So the gift of healing is this special ability that God gives to certain members of the body to serve as human instruments. To pray for individuals to whom God heals people, as I say, physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It's a manifestation that reveals God's power to heal people in a supernatural way. And um, as I said, there is an element of faith when we pray for people. And those people who have this gift must use it knowing that healing only occurs within the limit of God's will. And healing will not always occur. It would be great if it did. I remember a few years ago praying for two wonderful ladies in, in, in Romania. Both of them were deaf and dumb. And I prayed for ages. I even spat on them and did everything that Jesus did. And, and I stuck my tongue out and told them, to go, try to make them talk. But sadly, they didn't. But they got filled with God's Holy Spirit. They walked home drunk in the Holy Spirit, and came back the following day totally happy, but sadly they weren't speaking or hearing. But it didn't stop me from carrying on praying for other people. It would be great if we could just pray and everyone was healed. But it's when God wants it to happen at his time and for his purposes. Also, God does use doctors and nurses in healing, and we shouldn't forget that. And we're all called to pray for the sick, every one of us in this room. But some people will have that special gift in for praying for the sick. So I looked up the word on slide eight, that Webster's Dictionary, what is the definition of healing? It says to make sound or whole, to restore to health, to cause an undesirable condition to be overcome, to patch up a breach or division. To restore to original purity or integrity to return to a sound state of mind. So I asked myself this question. Why is it called the gifts of healing? It's plural. It is the only plural gift in that list. So that indicates there are different kinds of healings for different diseases and various ways that one can be healed. And a lot of Christians have different views on this. 
Some who have the gift of healing operate maybe uh, with great success with blindness or tumours or deafness or legs or, or backs. But it is what God wants that time. But some people do see more success in certain areas of healing. And a guy called Robert Jameson said this, healings referring to different kinds of disease which need different kinds of healings. And also I believe this is the gift of being able to restore to health. And it is in the plural because there are three levels of life where we need to be restored. Physically, socially, psychologically and spiritually. And this gift can be given at any one of those levels. So, as I say, it doesn't give us a guarantee that they will be healed because it is the sovereign will of God for his plan and purposes. I mean, even Jesus didn't heal everyone. There were people at the pool. There was only one person healed. The disciples were given authority to heal and cast out demons, but they were not always successful. Paul was not able to heal himself and was told by God that his grace was sufficient to carry him through his infirmities. And I believe that the spiritual gift of healing is an intimate one because it reveals the heart and compassion of God and Jesus. So one of the things I've learned over my walk with God, before I pray for somebody, I ask Jesus for his compassion for that person because it's intimate. It becomes personal. And I believe people with the gift of healing are compassionate towards sick people and they will pray over them regularly. They've got great faith and trust that God will do something and are not deterred when it doesn't happen. See, if we don't pray, how will people get healed? But I know that when we pray for people, people are drawn closer to God in whatever way. See, I yearn for a day where there's no more pain and suffering. Do you? I was in the hospice two days ago. A close friend of ours, she's only 59. She's got terminal cancer. We don't know how long she's got left to live. But Sam, Ray and I were just praying for her in the hospital. When you see those people, she's having the compassion for those people who are lost and that are sick. And I'd love to say, be healed, be healed, be healed. I'd love to go into the hospitals and wipe them all out of everyone that's sick. Wouldn't that save the National Health a lot of money? And you doctors, a lot of stress. <laughs> so, we know that it's a part of God's character, in slide 10, is to heal and to restore. In Exodus 15, 26, it says... I am the Lord who heals you. Our bodies are important to God. He's designed healing. Supernaturally and also through doctors and nurses. Because healings bring people closer to God. He cares about their sufferings. Because God wants, when someone's healed, to praise him back. And um, I want to read you a testimony 
of a lady that was... Uh, no, I won't, won't do that one. I'll tell you another one. A couple of years ago, through, well, it might be three years ago, my wife knows, I was asked to go and visit a lady in uh, Blackburn. And she was from a, a, a country. She was a Muslim, so I can't name the country uh, who she was. But apparently she came come over to see her, her daughter who was seeking asylum. And um, I was asked to go. And when we got to this little flat, two Chinese people walked out and I thought, what's going on here? When we got inside, these were Chinese people who come to do acupuncture on this lady. And this lady was actually laying in a bedroom on the floor and had been there three weeks. She couldn't move. She couldn't get up. And they were really worried about how they were going to get her back on a plane because she couldn't sit, she couldn't stand. So we started to pray for her. And I just felt God say, tell her to get up. So I just said, in the name of Jesus, get up. You know, just sort of ad-libly. Sort of. It took me a bit of courage and a bit of faith. And so I just held my hand out, and she got up. And she sat on the bed. And she looked about my age or a bit older. Because I can't say she looked old because I'm old. And um, we went into the living room, and about five minutes later, this lady came out, and I thought, where's she come from? She looked completely different. She was only about 45 in age. And she wanted to pay us some money because she tried everything else and paid these other people because she was healed. And I didn't know this was being videoed and recorded. And she gave her heart to Jesus. The whole family gave their heart to Jesus and praised God, which really put her into a dangerous position when she went home. The daughter stayed in this country and she had to go to court in Manchester to see whether she could have uh, granted her asylum. And I was asked to go and give testimony because she had told this judge and these people that she had given her heart to Jesus this night and that she had witnessed a miracle. So when I got to this court, the judge's name was Mr. Devil, Mr. Deville. Never, ever gave people their asylum. He was totally that. And I had to go into this courtroom and give a testimony. So this judge says to me, um, first of all, what is a miracle? How many miracles have you seen? So fortunately, I could tell him one or two stories, which I've never experienced before, going into a courtroom and actually giving testimony to Jesus. And guess what? This girl was granted asylum into the country. So praise God. But they gave the glory back to God. You know, and that, that is the thing when we pray for people. It's not about just seeing them, it's giving the glory back to God. You know, I've been fortunate over the years to see one or two things that God has done in some powerful ways. So, when Jesus walked on earth as well, he ushered in the kingdom. He said, uh, go into all the world, preach the good news to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs were accompanied those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. 
They will pick up snakes with their hands. No, I don't fancy that. And when they drink dreadly poison, you'll not hurt them. I don't fancy that one either. But when they place their hands on people, they will get well. You see, we have a message to preach about the kingdom of God, just like Jesus. We're commissioned, we're given authority to do the same things that Jesus did. So we need to use those gifts to advance his kingdom and take every opportunity to pray for people who are sick. But as I said, there's always an issue of faith involved. And faith must be growing, living and active. And sometimes we don't step out in faith. Again, another story, a man was in a wheelchair and we were praying for him. And um, I felt God say, tell him to get up. And the person praying with me, they felt the same. And I said, well, you tell him. And they said, no, you tell him. I said, no, you tell him. I haven't got the faith for that. So between us, we were sort of bouncing it off. And we just said, in the name of Jesus, get up. And again, he did. You know, I've seen some blind eyes open in the time. I've seen arms growing. And just recently, some legs growing. When we just prayed. But it does. It's even here this morning, but quite truthful. I'm stepping out in faith talking to you lot. And I'm trusting in God. But I know God's here this morning. And he's going to heal some people. Physically, spiritually. Do you believe that? You see, the Bible tells us in Acts 4, Now, Lord, look on their threats. Grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Do you believe that this morning? Because I do. Because healings bring glory to God. I want to see Jesus glorified everywhere. And I know Phil was just praying for me before the meeting and one or two guys. I can't remember everything you said, so I'm going to speak to you afterwards, but you were saying something that God wants to use me more in different areas and that they'd seen me with a picture of T-tail on my head or something. Something like that one. But I want to see more and more. I'm taking that on board and so's the rain this morning because we want to see the kingdom of God advance. And it doesn't matter what age you are. You see, I'm not the brightest of guys but when I read all the stories about Jesus in the Bible, in fact, last night I couldn't sleep. So Rain was asleep indoors in bed. I went downstairs and I read the New Testament. I read every story on healing in the Bible to prepare myself for today because I couldn't sleep. And as I read them again, I'm thinking, wow, Jesus, you're fantastic. What you see, this is excellent. You know, the only thing I haven't personally seen is someone raised from the dead. I've tried it with a very close friend of mine and I thought he was going to get up because there was this blanket over him. And actually it wasn't, it was air underneath just keeping him cool at the time. But I've actually worked with someone who died and God brought back to life. And that book I gave that lady, she prays for people 
and she has seen people raised from the dead. So, and that it must be, I've watched a video of a man that was dead three days come to life. I mean, that, that must be good, mustn't it? Must be fantastic. And just recently, I've been taking a lot of funerals in, in Darwin. And I'm thinking, God, shall I pray for this one in the middle of the service or not? You know, and I thought, what would happen? But I've not had the faith to do that, you know, because they've been dead a week or so, you know. It's, uh, but that's mind-boggling, isn't it? But that's God, and he wants to use each one of us like that. I don't know, I just get so excited. Does everybody here know Jesus, by the way? Because if you don't, you need to know Jesus, my friend, because he's fantastic. <laughs> Give our hearts to him. I've prayed a prayer this year. I want to see at least 10 people saved. Um, but someone said to me, that's a bit low, really, isn't it? I would love to see 3,000 people saved and added. I get jealous when I read that in the, story, in the Bible. <laughs> and they preached the gospel in 3,000 or so. So, when I looked at the Bibles, I said, when I put those two together, I thought, I'll have a go. And that's what I did. I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't then. I don't this morning. But I know that God's here to heal. And to step out. Because he loves us. I want to encourage you this morning. Because Jesus wants to break into your lives this morning. And the gifts of healing are still for today. And God wants to use you. I could tell you loads of stories of different things that I've seen. And I've been blessed. We were just talking on the way down, Lorraine and I, where God sent us here 10 years ago, Buxton 10 years ago, Romania, different places. We've seen God work in many, many ways. And I'm not, as I say, I'm not intellectual. It took me a while to give my heart to God and understand. And I said this to God, I said, I'll give you a try, God. You can come into my life, but provided you do not make me religious. This was me talking to God. And I felt God say, okay, let's give it a try. And that was 30 odd year, over 30 odd years ago. So it is good news, is Jesus, isn't it? So I want to thank you for listening to me. I'm going to finish it there. But um, I would love to have a time of ministry, if that's okay. If the worship group can come up. And I just want to love to pray for us. first thing I'd like to do, if we just want to close our eyes, I just want to pray a prayer. If you don't know Jesus this morning, because this is the greatest healing we can have, is giving our hearts to Jesus. Because that means we're going to spend eternity with him in heaven. And a few weeks back, my 10-year-old grandson gave his heart to Jesus. And we were talking in the car the other day, and he said, Grandpa, has my sisters given their hearts to Jesus? Because I want them to go to heaven. He was really, really concerned. So I'm hoping he would take after his grandpa and become an evangelist and share uh, 
love of God. So I'm going to pray a prayer first. Lord, you know all about my life, my dreams, my successes, my fears and failures. Help me to believe in you. Sorry for the things I've done wrong. Please forgive me. Change me. Lord, I come to the cross this morning and I give my life to you. Would you come into my life? Because I want to take that step of faith and just help me to respond to you. And I thank you for the free gift of life. And would you come and fill me, Holy Spirit? If you said that prayer in your heart today, please see one of the guys afterwards. And Lord, I want to pray now if there's folks here this morning that don't know the gifts that you've given them, that they would seek you and eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. And Lord, I want to pray that would you fan into flame the gifts that you've given them if they're not being used? Would you give this church more and more supernatural gifting? Lord, would you anoint people here this morning with the gifts of healing? Just stretch out your hands if you want to receive this morning because I believe God does want to do wonderful things with some people here this morning Lord just pour out your spirit first of all Lord and release your gifts to this church the people right now will be hungry for the gift of prophecy tongues interpretations gifts of healing, miracles Lord Lord, we want this to be a church, of, not of your word, but of your spirit that will flow through the Peak District. The people here would be like flames for you, lighting the villages and the towns that they live in, Lord. Would you do that, Lord, this morning? Minister your will and grace right now, Holy Spirit. you start to release more of your healing anointing in this room right now whether it's physical spiritual would you just release that healing would you mend broken hearts here this morning Lord where people have been hurt in the past people that feel with low self esteem would you show them how precious they are in your eyes Lord because you love them just release more now, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God is good. He's here right now. In fact, what I'd like to do, if you feel God is speaking to you this morning, I'd love you to come to the front so that we can actually pray for you, lay hands on you. And if you feel God's calling you to pray for the sick... I want you to come out. So if you're sick, first of all, I'd love you to come out. Rain's just going to share a word. Just felt that um, something I just want to pray for you. Um, Father God, I just want to pray for um, boldness.
for every person here, every man, woman and child, Lord. Just pray for boldness to step out, Lord, in faith. Um, to pray for divine appointments and particularly thinking about leading up to this um, carol service, Father God. I just pray for many divine appointments. I just pray for boldness over everyone, Lord, just to step out and and just um, eagerly desire the gifts and just use the gifts uh, to pray in the streets, to pray in the shops, Lord, that you'd um, create places, Lord, where um, the, there's going to be divine appointments, um, where people will be put in a place, Lord, to pray, that you will be glorified, Lord, um, in this area, all over, all these little villages, Lord. Lord, I pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit, Father, here and in these villages, Lord. Let your kingdom come, let your will be done, Lord, in this church and in these villages, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray and ask, amen. Just invite you to come. If you want prayer for healing or any prayer this morning, come to the front so we can pray for you. Let's not wait till it's time to go home.